Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the special edition of the Four Scenes Fire American Soccer Show post-game show as the USA and Colombia finish up their friendly tonight over at the Dignity Health Sports St- uh, Complex by a scoreless draw. But even though that the score was drawless, the final result is a scoreless draw. The truth of the matter is this. This was an entertaining match from start to finish. Obviously, you want goals and you want to see, uh, you know, some spectacular finishes. But unfortunately, at the end of the night, at the end of the 90 minutes, decision-making just was not there towards the back end of the second half. Holding onto the ball too long, not having a solid first touch. And if you do have a solid first touch, not pulling the trigger, poor second touches, just situations where... On this night, you're not happy there were no goals scored. But if you want to say that you were excited for the end-to-end action that we had there, and we really did have end-to-end action, you just got to say that these kids are ready to go. Um, you, You have to give credit to Anthony Hudson for tonight, for how he has motivated this team. And at the same time, give credit to these kids, how they performed in this one. You can definitely say the match against Serbia a couple of nights ago, not that great on Wednesday night uh, at the end of the first half and the start of the second half. You would say more of a 25% poor, 75% uh, good. Here, I give at least a 90% good, 10% bad due to the decision-making that just was not there to convert those chances. But you just got to say that if one or two of those chances goes in, the USA gets that victory, and then we worry about Nations League, even though we will worry about Nations League moving forward with the final two group stages on the road in Grenada and at home in Orlando against El Salvador. But if you feel that the future is bright for this national team, absolutely, this did not disappoint at all. This did not disappoint at all, and I really thought that these young players had a strong match. Once again, decision-making was not the best tonight. But you know what? You just have to say that this game, I think, proved somewhere down the road. And yes, we all know that the Copa America tournament will be coming next summer in 2024 here in the United States since Ecuador has their hosting rights to the tournament. All you can say is this. I think the future of the national team is bright. We'll see what they do in the under-20 tournament this May. Then, of course, next summer, the Parisian Olympic Games. That should be interesting and fun to watch. We'll get to to, uh, take a look at that. But outside of that, this was a fantastic match to see the abilities of some of these players. I think the one player you have to say that is a big question mark right now 
would be Matthew Hoppe. Um, I think he brings up the ball well, but unfortunately, his decision-making really came into question in this match. Um, I think also Jesus Ferreira, who looked good at times, but once again, trying to get that second touch, got closed down on that attempt in the second half uh, very badly, just did not pull the trigger right away as soon as he made that opening touch. Uh, To me, he needs a little more work done. I mean, look, if he's on the Nations League roster to take on Grenada again, he'll get a hat trick or more for sure. But if you're talking about the bigger teams, the better teams, he really has to show some improvement. He really has to go out there and have a better job with his decision-making and being on the ball inside the area when he rips a shot. That's all I'm saying. Because while I think he has some great moments that he's had so far early on in his national team career, um, it's just not good enough. And he really has to improve himself a lot better. Until then, I think he'll still get called into the national team. But once again, on the international stage against better opponents, he needs to improve himself a lot better. He must be a lot better. He has to be a lot better. That's the truth. That's what has to happen. If not, it is going to be a problem. And maybe he might not get called in again. But once again, he's got play. It's time. Good young player in MLS. And he will get his opportunity. Brandon Vasquez once again is showing he's active. Brandon Vasquez coming off the bench in this one. Uh, at times, and I know he loves to use his head to put in the goals in the back of the net like he did against Serbia on Wednesday. That free kick opportunity he should have left alone. The one where he deflected away off the head, but it went away from the net and not on net, not on frame. He needs to have the understanding. And I understand it's all strikers that does this, but the truth of the matter is this, is that He needs to understand when to leave the ball alone. I know he wants to put the ball in the back of the net, but the way the ball was being driven by Acosta on that free kick in the second half, unfortunately, should have left it alone, should have not touched the ball. And I think that one is definitely into the back of the net, and that's probably 1-0 USA there. Um, Defensively, I thought the U.S. was strong in the middle. I thought Aaron Long and Walker Zerman did an excellent job in the middle of the park. Also, also the best of the best in this match. John Tolkien, 80 solid minutes. 80 solid minutes from John Tolkien, who looked strong, who looked great, never seemed out of place on the ball, never got himself into trouble without the ball, even with the ball, defended well, did not concede a corner when he was in that tight space near the corner flag, found a way to take the ball away and just over the touch lines and did not concede a corner. That is smart defending from John Tolkien. Yes, I've seen him play for the New York Red Bulls. He has been solid these past two seasons since being called up from Red Bulls too. John Tolkien right now, I think if you give him a chance, 
And as I've said already, I think the future left fullback for the U.S. men's national team. He looks that strong and that solid, did not look flustered, did not look confused, did not have any issues with, with decision-making whatsoever. I really believe that John Tolkien will be the future for this U.S. men's national team. It should be exciting. If you want to call in for an opinion, your thoughts, questions, 646-929-1823 here on the 4 Scenes Fire American Soccer Show if you wish to call in. Um, phone lines are open right now if you'd like to go ahead and give me a call and give me your opinion. Other than that, um, I, I thought midfield looked good. I thought link-up play looked really strong. Decision-making, I didn't think it was there all the way. Uh, Paxton Aronson, I thought he looked strong on the ball as well. He was attacking uh, that one moment in that first half in the sixth minute. Should have just Blasted that ball on frame, given the goalkeeper some fits, did not do it. And uh, that one moment just did, just did not take his uh, touch well enough to get that goal. But once again, Brendan Aronson was the same way probably when he got started with the U.S. men's national team as well. He'll grow into it when he gets into that higher level. And, you know, as I've said, had some solid moments with the ball, decision-making, bit of a question mark. But overall, it's a solid performance by this U.S. men's national team with this group of players. They did very good. If they scored a goal or two, I would say that they would have done very well. But I'll say this, they did very good, and they have nothing to be worried about, nothing to hang their head on. Or should I say, oh, excuse me, or should I say nothing to uh, put their head down on. They can hang their head on this one. I thought a solid performance. Not great, but a solid performance. And the future of the national team is bright. And we're going to see half of this roster for this under-20 World Cup in May coming over, over in Indonesia when they are going to get ready for this tournament. They are going to be strong. The future is bright for the national team. How far they will go? Well, look, if they reach the quarterfinals again, like they have the last two to three uh, under-20 tournaments, that would be great because that's the measuring stick right there. If they can get into the semifinals, they've definitely done Fantastic job. All right now on TNT, there's John Tolkien waving to the USA fans and uh, saying hello, signing autographs right now over at Dignity Health Sports uh, Park. And uh, John Tolkien looking uh, like a brand new hero now for the U.S. men's national team, being a part of this national team as he's signing autographs for the USA fans. And let me just say this, John Tolkien right now, future, future member of the U.S. men's national team. Came out of nowhere in the New York Red Bulls Academy, doing well for Red Bulls too. Now a full-time left fullback starter for the New York Red Bulls, and he has done very well for the U.S. men's national team. 80 solid minutes. 
on his debut, getting his very first cap for the U.S. men's national team. I expect him to get called in regularly now for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll get selected for the Olympics next summer. We'll see what happens there. Maybe, maybe Nations League. But then again, I don't want to put too much pressure on uh, John Tolkien right now. I don't want to anoint him all the way. But definitely he showed that he is ready to take on all parties, all opponents for this U.S. men's national team on the international stage. I really believe so. He, had, he did not look flustered at all out there. I thought he looked really, really strong in this one. Let's go ahead and talk about some of the other players out there. Kel Lacosta, solid performance, solid on free kicks. I really thought he was really strong. The, the one challenge he created, the one tackle he created, it was clean. I don't understand why the Colombian players thought he took him down because he got all ball. Everything looked solid. Everything looked strong. Uh, to the New England Revolution fullback, the right-sided fullback in uh, Dewan Jones, he looked strong as well. Solid included. I thought he played a very strong fullback on the right side as well. And there's another future on the right side as a fullback for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, in goal, what can you say? Sean Johnson played the full 90. I thought Sean Johnson had a solid match. Now the Toronto FC goalkeeper uh, looking very good. And um, look, uh, if he gets more chances for the U.S. men's national team, um, why not? I think he deserves it. But I will say this. We all know who it's going to be. Obviously, Matt Turner. Uh, probably also Zach Steffen, if he gets that opportunity again. And now, uh, you know, if he does get an opportunity, which I think he should, not right off the bat, of course, Gagas Lonina, who really needs matches playing for Chelsea or wherever he, else he gets to go. Um, Paul Ariola is Paul Ariola. I thought he looked strong. Obviously, it's still January camp. Um, had a couple of bad touches here and there, but once again, it's January camp. He's not in full fitness uh, to attack. But I thought when he did have the ball, he had some decent chances, but that one moment lost the ball in the attack. I thought could have done better with that ball. But once again, this is a game where, once again, it's just a January camp, January friendlies. You like to see some play, some goals being put, balls being put into the back of the net. It did not happen. You're seeing some players that are getting their opportunities for the first time for the national team who has never had a national team opportunity or who has been already with the national team, just getting a couple of minutes here and there. And um, as they're already in MLS preseason mode, some players uh, coming from Europe, getting an opportunity for the national team, not all the way there yet on the national team, but you know, nice of their European clubs to allow them to come over and just go out and give a couple of minutes here and there, maybe give a full 90 here and there. But once again, I thought, as I said already, solid performance, good performance from this U.S. men's national team squad um, on Twitter. Uh, South American uh, reporter Juan Arango saying this is a Columbia C team. I would go along with what he says. Very true. 
Um, there are some players out there that we have seen from MLS as well, like Mosquera. Uh, Andreas Reyes did not get any minutes in this one, but it would have been nice. But him and John Tolkien will be heading on the plane back to be a part of the New York Red Bulls to continue on in their preseason tournament. There's Emmanuel Sabi right now uh, getting, it looks like, I think, uh, family at the stadium watching him play. Probably also some fans as well uh, taking a selfie or taking a picture with them. So that's very nice to see. Uh, and what do I think about TNT's coverage right now? And then along with HBO Max and Turner, um, I, I really thought that some solid moments there. I, th- I think the uh, Luke Wildman has done an excellent job with the play-by-play, along with Kyle Martino, um, Sarah Walsh doing an excellent job on uh, the uh, sideline table with Marcus Beasley and uh, Julie Foudy. Uh, so far, I think the way that things have been going on here, I think it's been a solid setup. I think certain things can be worked on. Um, I think DeMarcus Beasley can do a little bit better, but then again, I'm not going to completely let him have it. Uh, look, it, it's completely different when you're on the pitch and trying to give the uh, broadcast uh, your opinion of what needs to be done here when you're doing these uh, live broadcasts. Now, obviously, he had his little uh, moment on Fox for the World Cup in Qatar, here and there. But honestly, um, he just needs to work on some things a little bit, and I think he can improve. Uh, other than that, I would say it's a decent start for him, but he can he can be better. I think he can be better and uh, do a lot uh, cleaner. Other than that, I think the broadcast was pretty good. Could be better. But it was pretty good. And I don't have a problem with uh, who they have out there uh, for the sideline table, whether it be for um, pregame, halftime, postgame, and in the booth. I think uh, Turner did a solid job picking the right players to go out, I mean, uh, the right people, I should say, to go out and do the broadcasts. And uh, the next time HBO Max app and TNT will be doing it uh, for U.S. women's national team coverage, as they're showing here right now, it's on February 16th, the She Believes Cup, always hosted by U.S. Soccer, as they get ready for the next broadcast for the U.S. women's national team. For the next broadcast for the U.S. men's national team, it will be the home and road matches for the CONCACAF Nations League in the group stage, and then in the USA, uh, which we will believe they'll be advancing to the Nations League semis, that will be on CBS Sports Network, uh, also at the same time on the Paramount Plus app. So that should be a lot of fun. That should be interesting, and uh, can't, can't wait for that to happen. So that's going to be exciting as well. And there's James Neal of the LA Galaxy uh, taking selfies with fans. As they're all going to head back into the tunnel and head back into the locker room, probably get some words from Anthony Hudson, and then very soon have a conversation with the American soccer media through the mix zone. So that's going to be a lot of fun and uh, exciting for those players. Again, they're going to be talking to the U.S. media after a performance like this. So that's going to be exciting for them. Um, and once again, it, this was just a solid performance, uh, without a doubt. Could have been better. I still think decision-making was a bit of an issue for our boys, but 
And for this group, but once again, this is not the A team. Um, this is, I would say, definitely look the January camp. It's a bunch of a couple of A players, a bunch of B players. You'll seeing a couple of under 20 players who will be part of that under 20 national team when whenever they get called in for that camp and for the under 20 World Cup that will be in in Indonesia this coming May. It's going to be solid. It's going to be exciting. And, uh, you know, as I've said already, this situation for this friendly players to get a shot at a taste of international football, and I think they did okay. I really thought they did very well. Could be better. Could be better. But once again, um, you're not – the results is not really the issue – here, even though you'd like to see them get a victory, obviously, I think a scoreless draw was a decent result. I think it was worth it. I think it was a solid, solid uh, result for this under 20, excuse me, for this uh, U.S. men's national team. See, there's James Steele getting a hug from his parents. Um, like I said, this tournament that's coming up for the under-20s will be from May 20th through June 11th. And uh, for the U.S. men's national team right now, they'll be joined with uh, the Dominican Republic, Guatemala, and Honduras, representing CONCACAF in the under-20 uh, FIFA World Cup. Other nations already qualified for this from Oceania. We have Fiji and New Zealand. And the five European teams who have qualified for this Under-20 World Cup, England, France, Israel for the very first time, Italy, and Slovakia. And, of course, Indonesia is the host nation. They're advancing. At this point in time, um, we have the South American Under-20 Championship going on. And that's the group stages uh, are finishing up right now. And then... They're going to move on to the final round, final group stage round, to see which clubs, or excuse me, which national teams, which four sides of the six will advance to the under-20 World Cup. And currently, in that final group, we have, at the moment, actually, all the matches are done. Here are the final group teams in the under-20 South American qualification tournament for the FIFA Under-20 World Cup, but this is the Under-20 Conmebol Championship. Brazil, Colombia, Paraguay, Uruguay, Venezuela, and Ecuador. Argentina was eliminated by Colombia in the final group stage match in Group A. In Group B, it looks like Venezuela defeated Chile 1-0 and Ecuador and Uruguay with a 1-1 draw. So the top three of the five advanced, and that would be Uruguay, Ecuador, and Chile in Group B. And who are in the final stage eliminated is Bolivia and also, well, it looks like Venezuela qualified and Chile, um, excuse me, was eliminated. That's my bad. So Uruguay, Ecuador, Venezuela, which I already said before, uh, have qualified. They have not resetted the uh, group B, but Chile has been eliminated. Venezuela advances to the final round there, and that should be interesting to see. 
Uh, and when we find out uh, when the draw comes for the FIFA Under-20 World Cup for Indonesia, uh, hopefully FIFA will be posting that video and we will see what's going to happen there. So we'll see who the U.S. will be drawn with uh, for the Under-20 tournament. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will be it for this one. Uh, it's a scoreless draw between the United States and Colombia. It's a nil-nil draw. And uh, like I said, solid performance. Not great, but solid. I think the decision-making was lacking towards the end of towards uh, those big moments. But I thought who we saw, we wanted to see in this one. And I was happy with the performance. A good performance, a solid performance. Not great, but it was a good performance. And I'm very happy with it. And I'm proud of how those kids and some of our senior players who are on this team were able to play. So join me this coming Tuesday night. I'm here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Forest Teams Fire. I'll be joined by Carter Krishnar of World Soccer Talk and beyond90.com on Substack as we will be discussing the current deletions in the front office of the U.S. men's national team and for U.S. soccer as well. My name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you for listening to me tonight. And as always, please enjoy your football and talk to you on Tuesday. Bye-bye for now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.